This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. An editorial in the British Journal of Sports Medicine saying that we've got to start changing our thinking, especially when it comes to saturated fat, such as butter, cheese, and meat, rather. The whole idea that that saturated fat clogs our arteries. The editorial going so far as to say it's just plain wrong. My next guest wasn't part of the editorial, but definitely wants to weigh in on it. Michael Farcou, chair of multinational clinical trials at the Peter Monk Cardiac Center, Toronto General Hospital, joins us today. Hello, Dr. Farcou. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. So I'm sure when you read this editorial, you weren't surprised. But for so many years, we have heard that you got to stay away from saturated fats to prevent heart disease. Yeah, I would call this an overcorrection. Uh, I still think that saturated fats are associated with increased uh, blood cholesterol levels that we know are linked to the development of heart disease. But what this editorial entertains is something that we've known for the last five years or so, that the process of hardening of the arteries is multifactorial and is often triggered by injury to the heart, to the vessel wall, either by hypertension or by um, smoking or some inflammatory process. And the inflammatory process that's best described in the editorial is one that's linked to the diet of high carbohydrate or high sugar in the diet, which uh, is linked to what we call insulin resistance. That's when the body becomes resistant to insulin that we need to survive. And what happens then is the body has an innate inflammatory response. It, It then turns on itself and essentially causes inflammation of the blood vessels. And that may trigger the process. So I don't think that this analysis in any way refutes the fact that saturated fat is associated with higher blood cholesterol. It just says that the process is, hype, is really multifactorial. And think- therefore, we can maybe be more liberal with our diet uh, than we otherwise thought. And do you think, Michael, that uh, many years ago when we started to get that message about the the dangers of saturated fat, that we'll speak of an overcorrection, we almost went the other way, avoided it so much that we were were focusing just on one thing, and, and that tended to be turning to carbohydrates. That's right. That's exactly what happened. And we believe that that one public health twist or turn has led to what we find today, which is increasing levels of diabetes um, and increasing uh, incidence of heart disease. And the reason that is is because probably the only thing worse than a high-fat diet is one that's high in carbohydrates and refined sugars, which triggers this metabolic syndrome that we call insulin resistance. And so we replaced one problem with a bigger problem. And, And this all deals with the fact that The body, when it's in proper balance, when we do things in moderation, we probably have the healthiest lifestyle. And I think this, as I said, it is an overcorrection, but I do believe that there is a message in this project and in this study that says that we need to rethink how we recommend diets for folks. What's your recommendation then for diet now? Well, the diet that I think is the the one that's been proven to reduce heart disease, diabetes, and the one that's easiest to to take and, and to follow is the Mediterranean diet which is high in fruits and vegetables and poultry um, with some saturated fat, but not much, maybe once or twice a week, again in moderation, high in nuts 
and in uh, olive oils and other uh, polyunsaturated or unsaturated fats, uh, so that we know that the Mediterranean diet has been linked to better outcomes just by providing nuts and oils to olive oil to patients. It's mm. remarkable that uh, it can make an impact of 30% reduction in heart disease. Just eating nuts and olive oil. I mean, yeah, switching they to that. Yeah, it to the folks in yeah. the trial. It was a trial done in Spain, and they shipped. Uh, uh, olive oil versus uh, control versus no olive oil, and then of course uh, nuts versus uh, uh, you know usual diet, and they found that these um, that these folks uh, reduced their incidence of heart disease, and this is on top of their usual Spanish diet, which is is focused on a Mediterranean diet. But the fact remains that we think that the Mediterranean diet at least is one option for many people, and they and we enjoy it, and many people can can tolerate it and stay with it. That's the biggest challenge with diet is staying with it. Yeah, and that's why I don't even like to use the word diet because people think that's a way of losing weight. No, diet yeah, is what we're going to live is, with. Yeah, what you eat. Yeah. And I think uh, we're now thinking more and more that food can be used, quote-unquote, as a medicine. We, we have to think of food as, you know, what we put into our bodies. And um, I think, again, a moderate amount of different kinds of food is good for you, but the one diet that we fear the most is one high in carbohydrate, as you pointed out, and that's what has, we believe has led to the epidemic we have today of diabetes, which is um, really, really a public health dilemma. And it came on the heels of the discovery 40 years ago that high-fat diets were associated with high blood cholesterol. And I think that, that still is the case, but when taken in moderate amounts, we have to be individualizing diet and what we eat. Even when we say carbohydrates, I mean, that we've got to be clear. It's got to be the refined or the processed carbohydrates are yeah, the bad the ones. Yeah, the processed because, ones are the yeah. ones that are most associated with the, uh, with the uh, problems yeah. that we're talking about, processed sugars. Yeah, yes. because whole food carbohydrates are good for you. Absolutely, you and know? we need carbohydrate in yeah. our diet. Yeah. Again, again, you know, it would be like saying now we go to a low-carbohydrate <laughs> diet and we start replacing it with something yet something else. But the idea is that... Yes, natural carbohydrates are, are necessary and are needed in our diet, but it's the refined sugars, the soft drinks, the things that we, we've done to ourselves over the last 30 years, processed foods, that has led yeah. to the problem we're in today. And I don't think that's much of a surprise to anyone. I think what the surprise here is that this is a trigger for the development of heart disease, not just diabetes and obesity. Always a good clarification, Michael. Thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Michael Farku, Chair of Multinational Clinical Trials at the Peter Monk Cardiac Center, Toronto General Hospital. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.